Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka. Good day. My name is Evelyn Aka. I'm the founder and managing lawyer of Aka Business Immigration Law. We are based in Calgary, Alberta, and we have two offices in Toronto and Vancouver, Canada as well. I focus primarily on cross-border NAFTA immigration law for professionals as well as families and individuals looking to move to Canada or move to the United States. I would like to welcome you to my podcast. It's called Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka. Hello, my name is Wendy Witt. I help people cross borders legally so they can live the American dream. I'd like to introduce you to my friend and colleague, Evelyn Aka of Aka Business Law. She's a Canadian immigration attorney, and I've asked her uh, to chat with me today about options that Iraqi citizens in the United States may have for going to Canada. Hi, Wendy. Uh, Evelyn, <laughs> hi. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's always I'm great to see to. you. You as well. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, many of uh, the, our page fans are uh, Iraqi nationals who are seeking asylum in the U.S., and they're finding that these cases are taking years, sometimes even decades. And many people have asked me, do I have any options at all for moving to Canada? What can you tell them about the Canadian immigration process? Oh, I'd love to talk about Canadian immigration. So there are definitely options in Canada. And, you know, our process is so different from in the U.S. It's much faster to become a permanent resident, especially I know that a lot of your Iraqi clients and contacts have lots of education. They speak English well. Um, those are really the criteria. So the way that most people would look to come to Canada is either three things would be school, even if they're already educated, school is a really direct route to come to Canada, even if they're in their 50s. If they might want to do it a year or two to upgrade whatever they're doing in order to give them the options for permanent residence. Another option is if they're young in their 30s, they may qualify for express entry, permanent residence as a federal skilled worker that's based on age, work experience, education, and English ability, where the government invites them to become permanent residents. And that process can take about a year and a half, and they can come to Canada with their families and start a new life. And then the third option really, Wendy, is work. If they are already professionals and they're working in the U.S. already waiting on green card, if they can find opportunities to transfer to Canada or to find Canadian employers willing to sponsor them, they can come first as workers and then become permanent residents from inside Canada. So we've got some good options for them. That's great, Evelyn. Are there any um, type, I know we've talked about age, are there any age requirements that someone might need to start knowing that as they approach a certain age, they really need to investigate their options? Yeah, I would say, you know, um, over 40, because the way that express entry, the permanent residence from outside Canada process works, you lose points after 40. So I, I would have no point. Oh, wow. You and I are done. <laughs> yeah. And even yeah. if you have a PhD and you're over 40, 42, you don't come in that way. You're not going to get those points, but there's no cutoff for school. And if it makes sense based on person's education and professional background, maybe they want to do an executive MBA. Maybe they want to do a diploma in something that's just 18 months or two years. There's no age restriction for school, only for that one stream of federal skilled worker express entry. Okay. And Evelyn, most of uh, 
Most of our recce clients and friends are usually married, often have small children. So if they are going to get a Canadian student visa, it would be really important to them to know, can they bring spouses and children to Canada? Absolutely. That's one thing I love about our study permit process is that you can bring your spouse and your children with you and the spouse can get an open spousal work permit. It's like an EAD to work wherever they want. And the person that's in school can work part-time 20 hours a week while they're in school. So they can help support themselves while they're in school and be with their needed family members as well. Okay, great. And if someone does become a Canadian resident through any of these programs, are they able to travel back to Iraq to visit? Would there be any problems with that? No, there would be no troubles. I'm not sure, again, you know, some of the people you know, if they're coming in under asylum, that might be different, right? Um, There might be some limitations, but I don't do um, refugee or asylum work. But if they're just coming in to work and they haven't claimed asylum anywhere, there's no issues for them to travel back home because it's not seen as a country they're escaping from. Okay, great. And I have one last question. So a lot of my clients who have already gotten their green cards, uh, whether it's for asylum or family programs, a lot of people ask me that they just want to visit Canada. Like maybe they have friends there or they want to come as a visitor. So do you know if a green card holder in the U.S. would need any kind of special Canadian visa in order to visit? Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, in the old days, if you had a green card, you were treated the same as if you had a U.S. citizenship and the same with us in Canada. We could just go down. But now if you're a permanent resident, you still need a visa. So that's it's not that hard because they live in the States already under green card. So they'll just be processed through the Canadian consulate in the U.S. to get a visitor visa. And then they can come into Canada. No worries at all. The one area where they can be a green card holder is if they're applying for a work permit at the border. They don't need to be a citizen and they don't need the visa because they're showing that they're actually applying for a work permit right at the port of entry. They'll let them in based on that. But for visitation, they need the visa. Okay, great, Evelyn. Thank you so much. This information is going to be really helpful. Thank you so much, Wendy, for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Take care. Take care. Goodbye. I hope the information was valuable to you. Please do let me know if you have any questions. You can reach us at akalaw.com, A-C-K-A-H-L-A-W.com, or you can contact us by phone at 403-452-9515. Have a great day. Thank you.